Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport to kickstart a new week. It's fair to say Australia is tearing Tokyo a new one at the moment. Yesterday will go down in Australian Olympic history as... So let's get stuck in and look at the moments that made it a day to remember. Yesterday was the final day of swimming at these Olympics and before she packed away her speedos, Emma McKeon had some business to attend to as called on Australia's official Olympic broadcaster, Channel 7. She's in front, she's going to do it. Out of the shadows and into the spotlight. The first Australian to win 10 Olympic medals, Emma McKeon in a lane of her own. McKeon's gold in the 50-metre freestyle put her level with Liesl Jones and Ian Thorpe at the top of the list of most Olympic medals won by an Australian with nine. But Emma had one more race to go. Not much between them. They hit it. Yes! Gold for Australia. What a swim. Olympic record. Kate Campbell gets it done. Kate Campbell's heroic anchor leg of the women's 4x100-metre medley relay saw McKeon, who'd swum the butterfly leg, claim another gold medal, putting her clear of Thorpe and Jones on the most Olympic medal list, level with Thorpe on the list of most gold medals won by an Aussie with five, and making her only the second woman in Olympic history to win seven medals at a single game. Shucks, folks, I'm speechless. He's hoping she brought some extra baggage for the flight home. Now do you believe in miracles? Now if we could produce a BMX track, that would be a miracle. Move over, Nicole Kidman. Australia has a new BMX bandit. Australian Logan Martin, the gold medalist for his victory lap here at Ariaki Park. Oh, this is amazing. What a true Aussie. He is not sitting back. He is showing off. Logan Martin won gold yesterday in the freestyle BMX with the event making its debut at the Tokyo Games. And the Gold Coast local, as heard on Channel 7's commentary, had put in the work so he was ready to roll. Three hours at the skate park every day, then at the gym, cross-training, running, cycling... He takes this very seriously, and you can see. But the key piece of preparation was the $70,000 replica of the Tokyo course that Logan built in his backyard with the sole purpose of helping him win Olympic gold. I bought a property with, with enough land, and, um, and I did just that. I, I built a, my own skate park. A few of my neighbours, um, they weren't you know, too keen on the idea. It's obviously paid off, and I, I hope they see that it pays off too. Yeah, I reckon when you turn up with a gold medal around your neck, your neighbours might change their tune, Logan. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbour? And for the final and record-breaking fourth gold of the day, we took to the high seas. Hello, sailor! Okay, so maybe not the high seas, but Fujisawa City's Enoshima Yachting Harbour, where Matt Wern was looking to continue Australia's stranglehold on the men's laser event for the third straight Olympics. But the weird part was, Wern had already wrapped up the gold medal before the last race. How have you slept the last two days? You've known since Friday you were going to win a gold. Yeah, Friday night was probably the worst night of sleep I've ever had, I reckon. Um... (laughs) Yeah, pretty hard to turn the mind off, just just so much excitement. So the only question was... Is there any way that this can go wrong? What what could possibly happen for you to not get gold? There's not much, to be honest. Um, Yeah, I just need to make an attempt to to start and finish the race. Make an attempt to start and to finish. So is it smooth sailing or troubled waters? In second in the medal race, it's Matt Wern who seals gold for Australia. Well done, Matt. You've wormed it. Give me a break, it's sailing. The last time Australia had a man in the 100-metre Olympic final was in 1956 in Melbourne. But after his blistering performance in the heats, 
Rowan Browning was hopefully less than 10 seconds away from cracking the final in Tokyo. Over to you, Bruce McAvaney, on Channel 7's coverage. How did he go? He didn't get a great start. Adagoki's in front of Browning early. He's got a lot of work to do. Bramil going better. Browning picking up it, but he's not in the first two, though. It's not going to be there, I don't think it isn't. It's 9.98. The damage done in the first five metres of the race. So Rowan Browning's mulleted adventure in Tokyo comes to a close. But his improvement is dramatic. Racing at this championship level, I mean, in 2019, I came 40th. I ran basically dead last in my heat at the World Championships. So I'm heading in the right direction. That direction is forward and fast. So Rowan Browning couldn't claim Usain Bolt's vacant title of fastest man in the world, but who did? I'm a warrior. I'm a gonna win. Italy's Marcel Jacobs channeled his inner Wario to claim the gold in a time of 9.79 seconds. Clean this time. Sue didn't get away quite so well. Adamoki got away well in the centre. Curly's having a great run with Jacobs and Baker. Jacobs in front the grass line. Jacobs, Italy, have won the gold medal. Surprised Bruce didn't call the performance special. And that is your fast fun here to the sport for Monday the 2nd of August. And don't forget tonight, our mighty Matildas go head-to-head with Sweden for a spot in the gold medal match of the women's football. And after the thumping Sweden gave them in the group stage, our women will be out for revenge. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.